Hey, it's Cody. And Matt. And thanks for joining us for another episode of The The Coma Coma Cast. Cast. Matt, we're going to be diving into all things involving the LGBT community, including our own lives. And don't forget our cats. We don't want to forget them. The Coma Cast starts now. Podcasting from the Lone Star State in Southern California, you're listening to The Coma Podcast with Cody and Matt. Hey, everybody, and welcome. It is April 16th. We are glad you are joining us for another episode uh, of our live with Cody and Matt. Of course, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, also on our website, thecomacast.com live and lots of stuff on our website. Matt, it's Friday. How are you? I believe you, you and David were getting the second dose of the vaccine, right? Yes, we did earlier today. Uh, we came home, went to sleep. Not because of the vaccine. Um, my arm's a little sore. It's I got it in the shoulder, which is the same place I got shot number one. Um, but it's been fine. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining us. Um, That's good. So yes, hi. The problem was uh, I added a complication to myself. Um, so you can have a good laugh about this. So I learned today because my I was not told what my dosage was going to be for the Adderall because I was switched off Stratera. Mm-hmm. I went off of all my meds for two weeks to let myself clear. And then I started the Adderall yesterday. And my doctor is very aware. It's the first time I've ever taken it. So um, he just prescribes it, says, you're just going to take it once a day. No problem. Move on with your life. Sweet. So I uh, went, picked it up from the pharmacy. And they're like, do you have any questions for the pharmacist? Absolutely not. My doctor said once a day. And she's like, that's right. No problem. Off you go. Yeah. So um, I've didn't rem- normally I take my meds every day between 10 and 11, like almost clockwork. Well, yesterday I just happened to not because I have another medic I have to take. And uh, around two, the other one does is not impact as long as I take it within a rolling 24 hour period. Who cares? Well, uh, this apparently is the second highest dose of Adderall you can get, which I didn't know. And it's the extended release because I mean, I'm not a big guy, I am about 160. Uh, <laughs> so I just saw Salem skip by. So I took it at two o'clock yesterday. So what happens is the first part of it made me awake and focused, <laughs> which Cody experienced That's yesterday. A lot of content. We recorded like three episodes worth of everything. <laughs> you had a very exciting afternoon with me. And then um, what happens for the extended release is a bit later, the next part of it comes out and then that lasts another four to five hours and you shouldn't have any caffeine or anything. I almost never drink soda, but we had gotten food and I didn't feel like another bottle of water because I drink tons of water. So I just drink. We we buy the when we do buy soda, we buy like the baby cans once in a while, usually for mixing stuff. And so I almost never drink soda, like literally once every few months. And even then it's a baby can. Well, I had drank that one and I was like, well, David David didn't want his, and I was already, I didn't feel like walking back down the stairs. So I drank the second one. So at four o'clock this morning when I laid down and I'm like, I am not tired. What is wrong with me? So I was up. <laughs> um, you can see my Twitter activity. I was wide awake. I, so five, six, I know you seven, had told me you were going to nine. My alarm. Goes you told off. me you were going to go to sleep and then off. I get a text then message 10, 50, then saying that the you store. hadn't gone to sleep. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. So we went and got our second shot. It was way less of a problem this time. So in Texas, everything's opened up to everybody. So it was a, the exact same pharmacy. It was at a CVS. We went in. The, they checked us in, showed them the first card. They confirmed, you know, addresses and all that. We went and stood in line. And there was a pharmacist and a nurse. And that pharmacist, I mean, he might as well oh, sit where he was and just shot a blow dart into each person in line and said, next. I mean, he was like going. Um, yeah, it was quick. It was over done. And I was so hungry though, because now that I'm, I was off all the meds, my appetite was suppressed for five months. Now it's not. So we stopped at Starbucks and got, um, a snack and it was the fastest thing on the way home. And I just got a drink and, um, we got home and I ate that and I was still awake. This is now 1145 noon. Yeah. Finally, at one, I was tired enough, and then I crashed from <laughs> one to three fifty, which is about when I texted you later. I said, "Okay, so I'm actually still fairly awake, and so I did not take my meds today. I took the one I have to take, but not the outer. Also, I'm setting an alarm, 
and I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. tomorrow and take it. <laughs> and um, upon advice from other mutuals and friends that have had to take it in the past, they like, get up early uh, and take it. Mm. And you won't be groggy in the morning and then you won't be up all night. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is terrible. Because this happened with the Stratera too. Because they said, oh, well, you can take it at morning or night. It doesn't matter. Wrong. I was gay wrong. I mean, for me, it kind of runs together because like usually you're up a lot anyway late at night and then I go to sleep and like you were still awake or you're going to bed around that same time. So it just kind of is like it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my sleep schedule has been my sleep schedule has been messed up since the storms here when we couldn't sleep because we were having to get yeah. up every few hours to charge everything and make sure nothing was going to hell. But Ever since then, I haven't been able to get it right again. And this has not helped. And then, of course, on the Stratera, I was literally asleep constant. All I wanted to do was sleep. So I'd get up, work for a few hours, go right back to sleep for a few hours. And I'm sure so many people just saw it. I was just, is every time I would get a text, what are you doing, Matt? Oh, um, I'm taking a nap or I just woke up or. <laughs> but anyway, that has been our adventure for the day. But yes, no side effects other than a sore and I will keep you posted. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, Justin uh, got his on Wednesday, and he is he is having some side effects. Yeah, um, I heard a little bit of dizziness, um, headaches. Uh, was having chills. I think the chills have gone away. Uh, earache, um, jaw pain. Um, called the doctor because uh, he was like to do an e visit real quick to just check on the ear because you never know is it the vaccine or do you actually happen to have had the perfect storm and have an earache? Um, and so he was lucky enough when we were trying to set up the visit that they just let him talk to a doctor right then, which is like really rare. Um, and so he was able to, and the, she was like, uh, "Yeah, is the ear on the same side as the side that you got the shot?" that's hurting and he was like yeah and she was like yeah so we are seeing sometimes it's just inflammation from the the vaccine and it just happens to be inflammation in this area uh and so it's going to cause that ear pain um, so she's like you know if it continues on until sunday etc uh, maybe come in or, and let's get or call again let's get some meds uh just to be safe because the inflammation then can cause you to actually get an earache um and that's not what you want. But other than that, uh, again, I don't want to scare people. Get the vaccine. Be sure, uh, obviously, if you're watching this now or if you're watching the replay, um, share this with your friends. Tweet it out, Facebook it, uh, wherever you want to post it up so that other people can uh, listen to us um, and uh, <laughs> hear the show. Um, because we always want as many people as possible to join us because uh, we like the community that we are building here and we want to keep adding more and more people because it's so fun. Um, I always give Matt a list of things that I want, uh, that we're going to talk about uh, kind of just like a, a general outline of things. Um, one of the things I did not put on the list, but I've been telling him about it and I haven't got to talk about it because I always kept forgetting, but I remembered right before we came on. And uh, so Disneyland has been closed. They actually uh, two days ago uh, or went yesterday, they open it up for you to buy tickets and some people waited online for like four or five, six hours because they put you like in a waiting line online and to get tickets for opening day at the end of the month and also for opening of Avengers area in Gen uh, June. But they have a new food item and this is what I wanted to talk about because it is something that is buzzworthy. Uh, it's been on Good Morning America Today show, but Disney always has fun, unique food items sometimes. And this one his is an item it is a new fried pickle stuffed corn dog with a side of peanut butter so as you see the uh the hot dog wiener is inside of a pickle <laughs> that really is inside of the corn dog <laughs> <laughs> and you dip it in peanut butter for some reason. I don't know. I don't really no, know I was just kind why of surprised that, you went but... ahead and said wiener. It's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is what it is, right? I think sometimes people dip pickles in peanut butter. And so I really want to try this, though, because I always try fun things like this. It could be really gross. 
or it might just be interestingly good. Oh, it's um, I'm not sure which good. it is. Uh, Disney doesn't I mean, have very many misses for when they do weird stuff like that. Um, so yeah, for sure, weird combinations sometimes can be like so good, and because people don't think about putting it together, but when you do, it's like magic. <laughs> okay, the one that I do like is frosties and french fries and i don't know why i haven't eaten in like 15 oh years. that's a good one. Oh, yeah so apparently i didn't know that was and a did thing you hear? my a friend of my mom's took us out for frosties and french fries and i'm like that's disgusting and she's like you have to try it and i was like i'm not trying that swill and she was like you should try it and of course i was persuaded and i was like this is not bad i can count on one hand how uh, many times i've ever decided to eat it because even now talking about it i'm like no, I would not do that to myself, but it's fits in front of me. I'm like, well, <laughs> um, Chris is gross, saying, honestly, uh, I'll keep you updated. It's going to be a while before I go, but um, uh, I might can go get it. I think they have it at downtown Disney. And so I don't have to like go into Aren't the they, parks. Isn't it we'll Disney see what Springs happens now. Or is it still downtown Disney in California? Uh, so downtown Disney in California, it is Disney Springs in Orlando. And oh my God, it's so beautiful and amazing. And I, I love it so much. It's it really 2017 cute. And it was so weird because I hadn't seen it since 2010. I moved away the month before Harry Potter land opened or the one, the wizarding mm. world opened. So I, I never saw it. And I didn't get to see it while I was back there either, which I, I really did want to see, but <sighs> I can't wait to go there with you because it's going to be so is fun. Gonna be our, is that going to be our podcast trip? I'm like a geek. I think it should be our comic trip. I like it. <laughs> I think it should be. That'll be oh, that'll be our uh, that'll be our company vacation. Oh, I love that idea. Should we write I that mean, off? You're gonna see like so we go to we go to Universal Studios. I'm gonna I have my wand and it's a magic wand. It does things. I'll have to have my robe. Like I do the whole thing. I'm just a dork. But um, that's like, yeah. Uh, some sad news though from yes. Harry Potter though actually. Um, it the the woman who played the mother of Draco Malfoy in uh, their Harry Potter film series, uh, Helen McCrory. Um, this is her with her husband, and her husband is Damian Lewis. If you ever watch Homeland or uh, Billions, um, two shows that he's in, he's an amazing actor. Uh, I did not know that they were together. I always feel like I'm surprised with like these British actresses. Or actors, like, because we don't see a lot of them a lot of times over here in America. Right. We just see them on TV. Or a lot of people from Harry Potter, you're like, oh, they're married to them? What? Um, but some sad news. Yeah, some sad news, though. Um, she passed away. He wrote on his Twitter that um, she died peacefully at home after a heroic battle with cancer. Um, and she did pass away at age 52, so very young. Right. Um, but I just saw that today, and it's like, oh, so sad. Uh I actually didn't know who she was. I looked at her photo or I, I was just glancing at some photos and I was like, who is she in Harry Potter? Narcissa Malfoy. And then I had to like Google her and Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then now, you, I now I see it. Like, yeah, I could have told you that. Her. <laughs> like some of them though, she's so glammed up though. It's like, wait, who is this? Right. It's amazing. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> the magic of makeup and hair and costumes. Um, but so so sad for um, them and their family. And so thoughts with them um, during this period of time. And moving on, White Claw is launching a high alcohol hard seltzer called Surge for 2021 and summer. Um, so that's just so Surge contains 8% alcohol compared to the 5% in a typical White Claw, which I've never actually had a White Claw. The company says it will only be available in single 16-ounce cans priced at $2.99 in blood orange and cranberry flavors. And additionally, White Claw Hard Seltzer is also launching its flavor collection number three variety pack. The new mix features fan favorite mango and new flavors, strawberry, pineapple, and blackberry. Does this not call back uh, the times of, if you remember the soda surge from back in, I think the late 90s, early 2000s? You know, yeah, this is like the time when Snapple and Fruitopia ruled the world or, well, ruled cafeterias and lunchrooms across the country. <laughs> yeah, I did not. Uh, Search is so sweet for me, um, but it this was, was like a little. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I this got... is going to be uh, interesting um, uh, for White Claw. A lot of people are saying it's like the new version of Four Loco, but uh, that's not quite true. That had a ton of uh, alcohol, actually. So this is just increasing it uh, three three percent, which is something, but um, it's not like 
crazy. Uh, but I'm sure this summer people are going to enjoy it. People are going to have some fun with that surge uh, white claw. I do like white claws. Jonathan says howdy, hey. Um, I like all of those seltzers, <laughs> the hard seltzers. Um, yeah, I, I've never had a white claw, and I mean, everyone's like, oh, you know, you just have them with your friends. I'm like, what are these friends you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited yeah. about this pineapple flavor, this new one, and this is just the regular version of white claw uh, flavor, pineapple. Um, I like pineapple drinks, um, so I think it's gonna be so refreshing. I actually I'm had one really hit or miss f- on pineapple. Really? I love so I love pineapple upside down cake. I actually made it once. I've never had that. I've what? never had it. Oh, I like pineapple so, shit. <laughs> I came I came here to uh San Diego when I was visiting and um me and Justin made a cake, but we made it the night before I left. And then I never like I get really nervous when I'm flying and so like I can't eat anything. And so then I was never able to taste it. I'm so mad about that. But um I'll have to make one. But um actually the first time I actually had the seltzer mat is from that New Year's Eve party two years ago now. The New Year's oh, the Eve one before you and Justin texted Corona. us pictures of when you guys were out on yes. that balcony. Oh, the that balcony was so awesome. downtown in San Diego. That was, when um, that was the first time I, I ever had one. Talked. He was like, you, you and David would love it out here. Look at this beautiful view. Cody would love to have you guys out here. Translation, get out here so we can check Cody up. <laughs> and then like, what is it? 45 days later, the world ended. Hashtag pandemic. Yeah. Um, and then actually sooner than that, because Justin got sick at the end of January. Um, so yeah, it was, was like actually, 20 was days later. Five or six weeks through January. And then I injured my arm. So I was just home for almost two months, not feeling well in my arm. And then by the time that was finishing and the lock, some of the lockdowns had started, I went, oh, okay, yeah, it's here. We're, I'm not yeah. doing anything. So we just didn't, you know, we just didn't go anywhere because we exactly. realized I'm what was happening. But speaking of everything hitting um, the fan I, and falling I, down. I, I'm excited though, Matt, <laughs> um, because uh, since we are almost vaccinated fully, you and Justin are beating me like by a few days. I think I get mine on Tuesday. I have to tell you, I'm a, a little surprise surprised. About what? Oh, um, if there was anybody that I thought would be masquerading in full stage makeup Ooh. as a helpless 98 year old lady, it might have been. I have just Rodriguez. Gabe could have done my makeup and I could have put a wig on and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited though. I just all I can think is the Robin Williams the. Mrs. Doubtfire. I want that rated R, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> there's, there's an I idea could, for TikTok. One of my friend dresses up like Mrs. Doubtfire. I'll send you pictures after this. Um, he does oh such a great team. job. It's like, oh my God. Um, I'm excited this summer though, because we are going to be vaccinated, which we'll feel comfortable then going to the beach. We used to go every weekend, every Saturday, we would go to the beach. And I'm excited to get back to the beach and then bring these white claws. Although technically, you're not supposed to have alcohol on the beaches, I guess, supposedly out here in California. So there is that. But um, I'm excited. I also make a lot of them with cocktails. So you can make quick cocktails with white claws or any seltzers. Um, and so that's always fun. Now, I know, Matt. Uh, and if you're a really good friend of Cody's, you might sit on TikTok and sometimes and like I did today and watch some of Cody's videos yeah. because Cody is on TikTok. I do have some actual working ideas for TikTok. And I think I think you're going to be very happy and probably all simultaneously really <laughs> annoyed. Can't with wait. Me. Yeah, you can check those out. Uh, I'm at John Cody Rodriguez, John J-O-H-N Cody Rodriguez uh, on TikTok and I do post up my cocktail videos. Of course, a lot of them are on YouTube. Sometimes some of them are longer. So they're all on my YouTube. That's also at John Cody Rodriguez. Uh, but uh, I made like a fun seltzer uh, cocktail and it was so good, so refreshing. Uh, also, it didn't taste like you're drinking alcohol. So you have a few of those. It's going to be a, a, a fun time. <laughs> well, I'm really excited because my meds have been changed and um, I can choose when. I will not be taking the Adderall every single day. I will only be taking it on work days. Um, so I'm very excited. I will not be taking it on my birthday or birthday weekend. So I'm super excited. I really hope that you come I'll up with a, a birthday fun, cocktail for you. Uh, a martini. Oh, oh um, funny. <laughs> a martini. Uh, all of y'all who are here watching us, thank you, of course, uh, for being here. Um, do y'all do y'all like white claws? Cody totally knows that. Uh, just put it in the comments below if y'all drink white claws or what are your f- favorite drinks. Uh, we'll come back to it. But I just am wondering, like, uh, am I alone in enjoying them, uh, or do y'all enjoy them? 
I don't have a problem trying them. I just, it doesn't really cross my mind. And I'm mm. kind of a Long Island See, kind of girl. Yeah, true. So, that, that'll you hit know, you. I, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I did not realize for the longest time. So Orlando, not every Chili's in this, uh, not every Chili's does it, but in Orlando, mm. they're two for ones. And they're not necessarily the strongest unless the unless you you just luck out. And there's been a few times where I'm like, two is enough. And other times I've walked out four or five. And I'm like, okay, four or five is like... One thing bit. I like about <laughs> Disney, though... But that's usually my drink of choice when yeah. I'm out is Long Island. One thing I like when I'm in Long Orlando, um, if I drink, and which is quite going rare. to Disney, is they will make the drinks really strong, which is which is great. <laughs> but you're also paying for it. Where do what? Where at the uh, like? Are you talking about Epcot? Uh, well, just at some the, of the restaurants uh, too, but yeah, the bars. Or you as mean well. like in the bars? Uh, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I used to like drinking around the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was really fun. It, and I mean, I drink at every location, but it was more of a social event to do. And, you know, nobody, I never went with anybody that was no, like tripping that's or falling obnoxious. down. You know, that's just, that's <laughs> like, yeah. It, but it's more like, I'll have one or two drinks at a couple of the, the different places. Like, the, even then, I, I was literally 48 years old in a 22 year old's body. Even, I, um, even then. The parents need, Chris says the parents need strong drinks to deal with the kids. Now that I will totally agree with <laughs> as a former employee. <laughs> I need to I strong know, drinks. The to parents deal with are gonna parents. enjoy it. Disneyland actually. You're gonna be able to get alcohol now at um one of the restaurants that's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, so that's gonna be fun. Um and then Javier said maybe in the summer uh for the white claws. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're very uh summer drink. It needs to be kind of hot because they're kind of refreshing in an essence because it feels like you're just drinking sparkling water flavored sparkling water um yeah fall and winter let's do something different but yeah summer um is definitely where it's at um now i know matt set this up for me a second ago and i did i did pass on it <laughs> but he did yeah. set me up for the next story yeah you did he i did like, set me up for the jerk. next story and that is because <laughs> I, I saw this headline and i was like whoa that's crazy but there is about 5200 tons of space dust that falls on the earth now it's actually a lot more it's like 500 tons but the rest of that gets burned up in the atmosphere so only about 5200 tons make it um to earth uh it is the most abundant uh extraterrestrial material on earth now uh it actually exceeds the input like from meteorites that fall to earth they bring only about uh 10 tons of material to earth and those are obviously small meteorites we're not like having any earth shattering dinosaur killing meteorites uh hitting the earth but uh dinosaurs oh aren't real gosh. cody <laughs> they're just jesus the jesus just put them in the ground to make everybody question it god the ignorance there is just a lot of repression cody and i just don't really appreciate your lack of like respect for other views don't y'all think that matt needs like a I comedy said, I'm show continue do we need another show for matt <laughs> um <laughs> no it's no really it's just situational because mm -hmm. it's only tailored to you because i know what you know i'm not i don't think i'm funny i'm funny to you because we have like four years yeah. of rolling history and um it so it's off. more for your benefit and then hopefully um, everybody else so this this, uh, this uh <laughs> space dust um, the majority of the dust actually is coming from uh interplanetary dust from the jupiter family of comets uh now these cosmic uh comics uh, comets um the dust you know comes from those belts around jupiter and just beyond neptune and they make its way here uh now you actually the best way to find this dust they actually do it in antarctica um that's where they're able to find it and this is like a picture of it so it's these are obviously very very small so like it's just dust <laughs> so you're not going to be able to tell if it's dust from space or dirt at your house but um yeah i thought that was quite interesting um and fun explorations i was actually really surprised to see the headline this did not seem like something that you would normally uh jump for well it's you know? space right and i think i just set myself up for the next one yeah it is space and i'm super excited you picked it so cody does pick our topics first when we do these things we at first we did try to collaborate but we kept picking if there's some of them three or four of them we both picked so <laughs> It just became easier because we have the exact same taste. So to just let, you know, you know, there's 
in a in a working relationship, there are, as I said today uh, about another situation, there's always lots of hills to die on in any relationship. <laughs> this is not one of those you should choose to die on. If your work spouse, him, him right here, if he wants to do it his way and it's not hurting anything and you're going to do it all the same way anyway, and he's happy and wants to do it, I shut up and do what I'm told. And you know what? I live to see the next live show. <laughs> uh, Chris says, I know where I find all the dust. All the it's dust. in my it's house. I can dust forever and it still shows up. <laughs> okay, well, you live on an island and I remember those. I lived, I used to live about 10 minutes from Chris. And uh, oh my God, no matter how much I swept, it was everywhere. Um, speaking of, well, so the next story is, okay, there's a video of this and I just need a second because I'm going to start laughing again because I did laugh. The situation could have been very serious. So I'm going to, I'll go ahead and explain it so you can see, so you know what you're looking at. So a bobcat attacked, I believe a lady and then her neighbor, this man grabs it. So it starts when this incident begins, when an unidentified man walks toward his car and tells a passing jogger, good morning. Moments later, a woman walks towards the car and the bobcat's yowling can be heard. If you've ever heard a bobcat, it's very distinct. You are not going to mistake it for a stray cat. Um, and it's then the woman is screaming. The bobcat attacks her from behind as she screams and runs towards her husband, who peels the bobcat off her, momentarily holds it above his head, and throws the animal approximately 10 feet away. I mean, overhand throws it. And, um, you know, I'm pretty sure that's a big win. I mean... He reacted, and I'm not sure how much of this video picked up all of the audio. Oh, the but audio yeah, is go great. Ahead and check out the I video. love the I love the okay. first part. He's talking about the his car is a little dirty. Good morning. <laughs> I need to wash my car. Everyone needs to do that. So it cut out at the end. He also said he's going to go get his gun. I mean, completely, cha completely chaotic. Yeah, as you saw there. Um, <laughs> so I'll play it up again. But you see the bobcat coming. I believe from behind. my understanding is that it was rabid. It was. By the way, um, they had to go get and, some. Um, so yes, we're laughing about the ridiculousness of the situation because I mean, like SNL couldn't have put something better. But what's terrifying <laughs> is bobcats are incredibly dangerous, and especially any rabid animal can be very dangerous. But a um a rabid bobcat a bobcat a healthy bobcat that wants to just defend its territory is dangerous but this woman is in serious danger she is very unlikely going to be able to fight off this bobcat and get its hands around its neck or peel it off of herself because in the meantime if you've ever tried to give your cat a flea bath that itself is terrifying let alone a bobcat that is equipped to kill you. Well, as you can see, the um, bobcats, if you don't know, bobcats are relatively smaller cats. And so you might think, oh, they're kind of small. They're not going to hurt me, but they can definitely do damage. Um, so, and, and a lot, they, they can kill you. They are it's, in a lot of areas where, uh, this is a rabid one. They're in a lot of areas where, uh, houses are, you know, they're not like you're going to be off in a wild field. You know, they live in areas where humans, uh, are. So it is something to always be aware of your surroundings, especially if you live in areas where you do know that yes. there are bobcats. I know like right around in our area, there's coyotes. Um, they're always in like little canyons, like literally yeah, a street, street away. Sometimes they'll be walking down the street. Um, and so that's why around, around here, you don't really leave any dogs outside. I know sometimes people leave dogs outside. Uh, around here you're not really supposed to do that uh even if you're really supposed to be supervising them because um if they're smaller dogs and these coyotes come out um it's going to be a no -win oh yeah situation. it activates that prey, prey predator instinct and that dog is not going to make it um if you heard that bobcat's yowl that is the sound you don't want to hear and i have a story about that mm. uh i'll talk about it at the end okay because about how i went caving and discovered a cat and <laughs> Goodness. I never got to see it, but I heard it. And I'll tell you the story at the okay. end. So, um, so Matt, but, we've talked about this on, uh, we mentioned it in one of the episodes earlier this week on Wednesday mm -hmm. that you quickly mentioned Colton Underwood. I, um, 
and I <laughs> don't. Ugh. And um, I was hesitant about doing this story. Well, I think it must be done because I think a lot of people actually haven't heard a lot of it because all your so basically Colton Underwood, if you don't know, he's the star of The Bachelor. Uh, he came out on Good Morning America with Robin Roberts and he said, quote, I've ran for myself for long enough. I've hated myself for a long time and I'm gay. And I came to terms with that earlier this year and I've been processing it. And the next step in all of this uh, sort of was letting people know now. Uh, so that's what a lot of people have heard about. And they also heard about this new show he's doing. They don't know a lot about, uh, some of the other stuff in his life, but I did want to play a clip. Um, this is from the bachelor. Uh, this is B Billy Eichner talking to Colton Underwood, um, on, on the show as part of the show. And well, it's an interesting conversation. Oh God. Did you see that clip? <laughs> that was on the show. <laughs> Well, one, I want to know how people didn't know. I mean, he activates the gator well, immediately. But he was, um, uh, when the show was airing, he was known as the Virgin uh, virgin Bachelor. And so that was like a big whole thing. He actually, I didn't know this, though. He uh, had a memoir that he released last year in March uh, where he said the first time his time on The Bachelor actually helped him realize he quote, wasn't gay. He said he questioned his sexuality in his early 20s. The result of being bullied growing up, the bully said he was gay and he said he believed it. Well, well, you know what happened? Money. Money happened. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, and that money <laughs> is that he's going to be doing a show uh, with um, Gus Kentworthy. Uh, Gus Kentworthy They're is going to be his gay guide a new show on uh, netflix they're already filming it they're currently filming it now here's the deal so people probably know about him coming out they know about this show the thing i think that's getting missed in all of this is that uh he did end up choosing cassie randolph who was a contestant on the bachelor uh they never got engaged uh but they did have a messy breakup and in august of uh, last year, three months after the breakup. So not very long ago, just in August, three months after the breakup, Cassie was granted a restraining order against Colton. Now, Cassie alleged that Colton sent her unsettling text messages, showed up at her house and her parents' house without invitation and put a tracking device on her car. Okay, that's just creepy behavior and stalker behavior and so much behavior going yeah. on. Uh, and that's not exclusively hetero behavior. Gays do that to each other, too. We are just as crazy. And it turns out, what do you know? And go ahead. Sorry. I just have a, I have no. feelings about this jerk. Like, um, obviously, so, I was super disrespectful about it the other day. The thing is, so he came out, which is great. So no one is hating on that. I think it is something that people will see. Uh, and it could help people who may be fans of The Bachelor, young people who might watch that show, may feel, for some reason, okay about coming out because they see him. That's great. No one's uh, saying anything against that. The problem is, uh, all of this is done for money and publicity, and ultimately, him coming out is going to get him a lot of money because of this show. But he never should have been given the show. There's multiple reasons. But one of the reasons is, he's literally a stalker, He's abusive, manipulative, according to some of these reports, dangerous behavior, uh, obviously, and stalking this woman, Cassie. Like, you, we, no one should be rewarded with a show after they just did that. It's not like he did it and we forgive him and everything. This happened in August. Like, very recent uh, behavior that had been going on. Um, and then I think, Matt, you were kind of alluding to the fact earlier this week. So that's one issue. So never should have got a show because of that. But another reason is right. uh, it's like and it, Gus Kentworthy joining this, but two white gays trying to represent the community and like. Right. That's not OK. Aside from all the other problematic things that that event in itself, I just see it as problematic. It's not necessary. Like. I'm not saying it's coming out. is not easy. It's not fun. It's terrifying. And it's just an, ex it's, it's an event on its own. Um, but having it backed by a production company and given uh, Gus Kenworthy. And if you don't know who Gus, Ken Gus Kenworthy is, you might recognize him from American Horror Story. He was in 1984. He was Chet, but also he's Olympian. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I also have a huge problem because now I did. So being my own kind of stalker, because when you're an investigator, it's what you do. I went through his, because I see a lot of things about the people he follows and things he tweets. Now there's reasons. The Bachelor contestants cannot talk about politics. Fine. And you're so speaking of their Colton followers. Underwood, correct? Yeah, Colton. Yeah, Colton the Bachelor here. Um, so I went through his followers myself. Now he does actually follow Cassie right off. And again, I don't want to comment on like the actual personal relationships. I'm saying I believe her, but he does still follow her. And I understand that the suit was dropped, but it still happened. And other problematic uh, race, racist behavior uh, also existing. Can you believe it? What a shock. Um, But also, I went through his follows and lo and behold, what do we find? Megan McCain, Dan Crenshaw, uh, and some other gems. And I'm like, (laughs) you know. um, And Megan McCain here my problem with her is a long-standing and i i rant on this this is a hill this is one of the the hills i'm gonna die on and cody can go ahead and like catch up on his reading her (laughs) stance that she thinks that her her voice is important or more important than others because she's a lone conservative and that she might be the only conservative voice people hear yeah yeah in this world you're the concern yeah the blonde white woman with awful hair is the only conservative white lady any of us have ever heard look i attended church in south florida i have seen lots of racist white people with really bad haircuts okay so come on now like that bothers me but i'm not saying colton underwood is going to turn out like this because people do change you know if you're raised one way you don't you may not know there's another way so what his behaviors and feelings are what we don't need is another Aaron shock you know, going out and doing more damage to our community while out banging every guy on Fire Island and like, you know, enjoying the fun parks, you know, basically being into every stereotype <laughs> that we fight against. We're like a percentage of the population. We are a minority and fraction of the population. Even as gay white boys, we are a fraction of the overall, you know, population. And but we still have a pretty big voice and a pretty big platform. So what did you do, Mr. Aaron Shock? votes against us and then he spotted out dancing on a pole and <laughs> Mr. Underwood are please don't be a dick and also maybe you should answer for some of the stalking things and I don't think anybody should let him forget it until he answers for it because that is important we do not let abusers get away if you ever um like when people share their stories or finally name their abusers on Twitter even our own mutuals have seen this you'll find if you read the thread your own mutuals, your own friends, and maybe you know them in real life, they'll post their stories of what happened to them, myself included. And it's chilling. You know, I know my experience. I know it happened. And that means it's happened to other people. And to have somebody Mm -hmm. who is a celebrity have that platform and be given a bigger platform along with the gay guide, Gus Kenworthy. Hi, you've been out for like, what, five minutes? Um, You know, who the hell are you? Like, what gay experience do you have that could help? How do you feel that's going to help and speak to more people than people with strong jawlines? I'm not saying their sexuality and coming out isn't important because it's an event, even when it's accepted by most people, it's still, you know, there's st- words really don't explain it. But yeah. I think it's important to remember to think about what you're doing before you go out there saying how your experience and having this gay guide. I mean, I just think it's turning our experience into a reality situation and let alone basically uh, it's the stereotype identical twin where if they don't have some kind of romantic relationship or something happened that comes out later, you know, it's like, Oh God, (laughs) this doesn't, this doesn't need to happen. If you want to make a difference, go explore the community and learn from diff from everybody you know don't what you're doing is not going to help it's for you and a paycheck and because you're trying to either out you may not be but it sure looks like he's trying to outrun a lot of accusations and just kind of bury it and he's well on his way to being a florida politician (laughs) matt gates 
Yeah. You know, um, I think, yeah, exactly. Like, Everything you said is correct. And I mean, ultimately when you also look at it, I just you like, have feelings. I'm him sorry. getting a show, him getting a show, um, just, when there's, oh. there's, a, there's other gay people in who are extremely talented, who aren't get, given the effort or the opportunity to be in this show or that show. But he comes out and he gets a show right away. Um, it's just ridiculous. I understand the reasoning behind it. He does have some celebrity to him. And so that's just what happens in the world of Hollywood. But I think we have spoken on that. Uh, Jonathan uh, yeah. commented, uh, <laughs> that, worry, as I said Sunday's earlier this week, it's literally the gay male version you. of I am Kate. Um, and you know, yeah. another thing that Jonathan was talking about that I saw this week, Lil Nas X. <laughs> you know that his started song is not going to be and uh oh i have feelings. Uh, his uh song is Ooh. not going to be pulled from the streaming platform uh now he did say that his uh montero song was going to be pulled from streaming platforms uh billboard confirmed with little Nas x uh that it wouldn't be removed from streaming services uh he did share multiple posts on tuesday telling people that they needed to stream the song on several platforms he urged them to download and stream it as much as possible because it was soon going to become av- unavailable even his record label columbia records backed him up saying it's unfair fortunate and out of our control but we are doing everything possible to keep the song up on streaming services not sure what happened the song didn't get removed must have just been a publicity stunt (laughs) well it could have been or there was enough public pressure people say that twitter activism is nothing it is amazing so people might just see what does a thousand retweets do what people don't see is all the other people that may have taken the time to write a letter to a senator, a lawmaker, a council member, and told their family. So maybe 20 people sent a letter to the same lawmaker or a local, you know, something something happened somewhere. And just because you don't see it happen doesn't mean nothing's going on behind the scenes. So, you know, I know it can feel exhausting to champion causes. And for a lot of us, activism began in 2016 great we're here now but at the same time please remember that it's been going on way longer than than 2016 you know hate crimes and racism and sexism and misogyny it's been there it's been there all through history um and seeing it we've seen it lobby are leveled at several we usually see it leveled at artists usually women yeah uh, people of color black women black men you know we saw what happened with lizzo everybody went for her weight we see what's happening with will nasax he's a gay black man and he's a beautiful gay black man i mean and then he was raised on twitter he is what like 22 i, mm-hmm. I there is i see these people make nasty comments and he's just got the time you know <laughs> i'm like uh jonathan commenting on this hashtag stunt queen <laughs> jonathan i'm gonna agree with you He's uh, he's yeah, quick. That is, if you do look at his stuff, he's very stunt stunt worthy. Um, hey, it's bringing him money, but I do agree. There's a point when it comes a little much. It's like okay, okay, I, I we know we know. <laughs> um, his song is like number one. It's like some of the most watched and viewed. Um, I think that's completely what it was. I think him and his record label came up and like. <laughs> Let's pretend it's going away so more people will watch it and download it what again. What I think is interesting I'm go is with Queen. nobody came out and contested it. That would be usually the first thing one of the streaming services would have been like, oh, absolutely not. Why would we ever do that? You know, if it did, it didn't make main, it didn't make news. But um, it's just interesting because you do see that. So do you remember the Dixie Chick controversy from years and years and years ago? Yeah. So you would have lived in Texas then. So I'm sure maybe even your news station covered it. So I remember my parents throwing out all their uh, music. And I just remember laughing because I'm like, but you already bought it. And mom likes the song. So what's the problem? And then um, they just, I mean, they took so much heat. But we have to remember that artists comment everything their art, their paintwork, their visuals, music, lyrics. It's either commentary on their life and experience, what the songwriter was thinking or what they came up with. Um, when it's about a political situation. I mean, art mirrors. I mean, yeah. the, the inspiration yeah, comes sure. from somewhere. I mean, <laughs> like, um, 
<laughs> yeah, that, I mean, like as you said, like especially in the past, there is the potential, like with the Dixie Chicks, where basically they had to go go away for a bit before they were able to come back. They get received so much hate. Um, I feel like in this case, though, I'm going to go that it's complete stunt queen, um, and that he is. <laughs> I mean, good for him, I guess. He's making money. Yeah, you know. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, all I can think was uh, <laughs> Birds of Prey when the one girl, like, tries to steal from, um, who did she try to steal from? I think Black Canary. And, and she turns out, she's like, one day you're going to pick the wrong pocket. And she goes, you think you're the only one that makes money off stupid rich white people? And I just started laughing. Because <laughs> growing up in Florida, <laughs> like, you see, I'm like, crap, is this my future? Like, oh, crap. You know, like. I can't stay here. Um, you know, but I, 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 <laughs> like, I will say that if he keeps doing this kind of stuff, it's going to turn people right. off. You uh, can't be because I, I believe Jonathan, you said you've muted him. You've muted him for like 30 days now because you're just like no more stunt queen. Uh, but moving to our next topic, because we were talking about Harry Potter earlier and Matt, uh, you've not seen this video yet. Uh, and I'm going to pull it up so we can watch Matt's reaction oh in real time. <laughs> But there's a man on oh, TikTok God. who's been using the app Cameo. Now, if you don't know what Cameo is, Cameo is where I, you, anybody can pay a celebrity uh, for yourself or a friend. Sometimes I think it's fun to do it for a friend. And there's certain celebrities who are on this Cameo app and they will uh, record a message for your friend saying happy birthday, so-and-so, like I could do one for Matt. Um, anyway, he has gone on Cameo and every actor who happens to be on Cameo now... They're probably not all on there, but the ones who are on Cameo, he's gotten them to make videos for him and he's asked them to roast him. And uh, he asked uh, the woman who played Professor Sprout uh, to roast him. And well, I'll let you watch the video because so this is what happened. And so I, I saw the headline here in our scripts. So, OK, let's do it. Here you go. You're so excited. Guys, I paid the Harry Potter cast to roast me, and I think this might be the best one yet. I thought Professor Sprout would be lovely. I'd get a really nice, gentle roasting, but she was brutal. Check it out. Hello, Brett. Well, I got your silly message about being a Harry Potter fan. Why are you a Harry Potter fan? <coughs> are you grown up? I, I just can't understand why people go on liking Harry Potter when they've left school and their balls have dropped. Maybe your balls haven't dropped. That's always a concern. And your name is Brett Ball. Well, that's a bit unfortunate. <laughs> Being a lesbian, as I am, I'm very unlikely to get to know any of your balls. And I must say I'm relieved to know that. But I'm sure that your life will be pleasant, despite the fact that you're of limited intelligence and possibly stunted sexuality. I need to retire. I can't cope with this. <laughs> that is gold. I guess that speaks for itself, right? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so good. How excited were you to so show funny. me this? Like, I was I really so excited. I saw it last night. Something I always want to send Matt, like when I find him, but now I'm starting to hold him off, you know, because either playing him now or on Sunday's so show. Good. But I thought that was that was so funny. Um, well, <laughs> and you weren't wouldn't expect it from no, her, like because you know that's not really what her character I, was. I did not. <laughs> I'm gonna have to use the line "your yeah, stunted sexuality" is... on somebody. <laughs> Where will I ever find someone? <laughs> um, the library. Is closed. Jonathan says the library is closed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love it. Um, that was funny. So I have. Yeah. What am I loving this week? Well, I thought this was pretty good. Um, so if you haven't heard, I know this is more Disney news, but um, they have announced. Now, if you don't know, Disney uh, has this thing like four keys and they do this with cast members and their safety, courtesy, show and efficiency. They've added a fifth one now. Uh, and it is inclusion. And so they want to be more inclusive, obviously. Uh, and this goes to different things, though, because they have been uh, criticized in the past for their attractions, lacking diversity or being racist. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, um, Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah. Uh, they've even updated some of their old. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, they're going to. So <laughs> <laughs> they are going to update some of their older films. Uh, they're in the process of updating some of the rides. 
uh, to make them more inclusive. They've done a lot of this actually during coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so they're going to be updating uh, Jungle Cruise, which can be a little bit racist at times. Uh, Splash Mountain, like we I'm said, because it's based the on the film Song of I the South. Oh, God. <laughs> just to clarify, Matt is not, not laughing, laughing at, at racism. racism. It's, just, it's just one of those things. Like, I just imagine all these Disney executives sitting around a board, uh, you know, around a big conference table and reviewing. He goes, oh, dear. I think we did a racism. We maybe should correct this. Anyone? You know, like. like <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, like Splash Mountain, it's based upon the movie Song of the South, which is a uh, uh, a very racist film that you really can't get anymore. It was it's gone basically. If you find a copy, that's probably the only copy you'll ever see. Uh, but I'm loving this because they are doing all this. <laughs> they are making efforts uh, obviously they should be but it, they are actually showing they're spending money to do this update things here and there but i think one of the biggest things and the thing that i love the most because i do have a lot of friends who work at disney uh, and continue to work at disney uh but they are now changing dress codes they're going to be more gender inclusive uh uh dress code for everybody so that means men can have nail polish Men can wear earrings and the big one. Everybody can uh, wear tattoos. Uh, they can show their tattoos in the past. You haven't been able to show tattoos. So uh, you can show your tattoos, wear your earrings. Uh, I already saw some people on Twitter uh, and TikTok talking about this. Like uh, this one guy, he went in, he had his nail, pol nail polish on uh, and all of his cast members loved it. Uh, and he said a few guests were looking, but there were a few guests complimented him. So I think this is great because this is the world we live in. We shouldn't be like telling people that they can't be themselves. You I think know? it's interesting like, when I always see the uh, thing about like, I don't like tattoos. Do you young people? I'm like, okay, hold on. You do know that tattoos are part of many cultures around the world and go back thousands of years, like thousands of years, you yeah. know, before you're boring old ass, you know, popped into existence because your parents had you know a sad one night stand in the back of a chevy nova you know so maybe stop judging um thoughts yeah uh so this is like <laughs> a little video they made that kind of uh just announces the whole thing the thing to watch in this that i'm sure a lot of conservatives hate and this is why i'm playing it because i think it's interesting and you know the conservatives are going to be going and say oh that guy is wearing nail polish oh he's wearing earrings oh and um but in this promo video they put together, they Ugh, champion and show off list. pride Ugh. parades a lot. <laughs> they show pride parades off a lot. And they also show off Black Lives Matter protests, which I thought was pretty racy for them to do that. You know, like the Black Lives Matter protests. I can understand the pride parade, but wow, they're going for it. So there you go. That's what I'm loving this week. Uh, Ken said, uh, maybe the conservatives will stay away and make Disney more gay. <laughs> I know. First of all, I have to Disney is pretty gay. Very. <laughs> also performers. Like I always find it funny, like in any, any theme park, uh, like a lot of the performers are gay, like visibly you can tell they're gay. And like, it's just like funny that like, it's such a thing. Yeah. And People are taking their kids there, but then they're like, oh, gay, no. But you go to the shows with the only reason the show can exist probably is because there's gays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Between that and I'm also stuck on Professor Sprout telling somebody and just ending somebody <laughs> else's career. <laughs> um, so, I'm going to have her roast oh, you. I'm going to have her well, roast you. I'm going to find out how I much that costs. I have some good news for you on that front. So, uh, a lot of you guys don't know. So, you know, I grew up in Fort Myers, Florida, right? So my best friend growing up from my high school days, um, somebody I'm about nine months older than him. And I'm actually the godfather to his children. He has since married and moved to Canada. And um, he's very happy there. And we finally got to catch up today because when I deleted my Facebook four years ago, three, three years ago, I didn't realize that I cut off our only source of communication because I was so used to talking to him in so many different venues. But when mm -hmm. he got over permanently and I didn't realize I didn't have any contact information for him and the only email address, my backup email I always had for him no longer worked. So why didn't I go on Facebook? Because our family's insane. But guess what? I found him today. 
And I found him as I found his podcast. And we got to talk. Mm -hmm. And he said he would love to. (laughs) I just got a text message. (laughs) A very unexpected text message. I'm on my laptop and a a message that was totally inappropriate just popped up from somebody who's probably watching and just terrorizing me. And it was very (laughs) funny. Good job. But um, so my best friend, who is a straight guy, it's probably interesting to think about, but uh, I'm a car gay, but you guys probably know that. And he's the person that we did everything mm-hmm. together. Like we went through every milestone together. Uh, when I went to college a year later, he was supposed to go to a different college. He toured a couple and ended up coming to Orlando and we were roommates for a year and a half. And we continued our lives. Like just, we've always been there for each other. And um, I couldn't make his wedding due to a combination of stress and anxiety. And I just literally couldn't afford it because we just closed on the house. And yeah, it was it was bad. Um, But in talking, he has his own podcast about cars because I mean, he's totally a straight guy. It's the best thing ever. Um, But when your best friend is a six foot two country boy, um, you get looks places. And I just used to unfortunately just ruin his life. And I didn't mean to much in the way that I ruined David's. <laughs> um, it was sort of like things like I used to have this shirt from American Eagle when I was like in my college that said, I can be your private dancer. And I don't know how, but we'd be out for the day. And he was like, did you have to wear that shirt today? <laughs> you know? So everywhere we went, he would be mistaken oh my God. for my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and it really put him through hell. But he had said, Hold on, let me get the text message right because he's in where I can't text him. We have only have DMs. Um, hold on. He's like, but if you guys ever want me to come on and discuss how you came out to me, that would be absolutely hilarious. I'm like, I'm going to get roasted from here to the next millennium, but I will allow it because I love this man like yeah. to, the, to the moon and back. Like he is my brother. Um, we did everything together. We grew up together. Uh, he was there when I came out. I was terrified to tell him. Um, he was actually the only people I, I was absolutely terrified to tell him. Um, but he didn't care, you know, like, but when I learned about the gay community and as I learned things, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. he was the one I told everything I learned to. So what I learned was like, came home one day, I was like, Oh my God. Clint, I learned what a rim job was. He's like, what's that? And I started telling him, he's like, I did not need to know that. I'm like, but I'm telling you anyway. So unfortunately, you know, this is where we were. Um, but he has been there. He actually knows my family personally. You know, we went to high school together, college together. Um, we definitely got married and divorced. We both <laughs> since married and divorced oh and remarried. So, but his two kids now, which I can't even believe it. This coming fall, we'll have known each other for 20 years because we lived about 10 minutes from each wow. other. And um, in high school, we lived down the street from each other. So uh, I met him when he was a freshman and I was a sophomore and only like six or eight of us from the entire area we lived in went to our high school. So when they provided a bus, it circled around and picked all of us up. So the six or seven of us were like close because we had like a mm-hmm. two hour bus ride every day. But Clint and I were always close. and. Um, and so when I came out, it wasn't a big deal. I mean, I think he he knew before I did. He was like, yeah, I kind of, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, all right, here we are. But we, no it sounds like we are going to have a special guest. And I told him, I was like, Cody would love this. And I'm pretty sure even David might jump in and listen. Because not only can he tell you what it was like for me coming out to him, um, there was also the whole experience of just, I've told you guys before, you know, when, when, Young gays are being completely insane. I'm like, girl, you're fine. You're going to get through it. You're okay. He was there for that phase. He was my roommate. You know, he was the one that when my health first started taking nosedives, I didn't know what was wrong with me. He was the one that experienced mm-hmm. all of it. He didn't know what to do. Um, so we witnessed, he's witnessed every major event in my life, including he remembers what I look like pre-nose job. Um, he knew what I looked like when I had all my hair too. I mean, this, this goes back. Uh yeah, so well, that's exciting. This, this well, is what has me talking. And so we are Cody didn't know this. This literally happened today and I just didn't have a chance to tell you. And he had texted this to me. That's cool. While we were here and um and it's funny because I was talking about him this week to David. I talk about him all the time and because my godkids are now um like 4 and 7. They're like 
they're like real and i've seen pictures of them and i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god remember the baby pictures i have pictures of me and the oldest when they came to visit me in uh, pennsylvania and she was like a, yeah. like a very tiny child like an like infant slash not even quite a toddler and I'm carrying her around and we're being cute and doing cute uncle stuff and i'm like <laughs> so wow you know, that's so cool yeah so uh my best friend growing up most of my life has been a straight guy and he's always had this perspective on me that his reality checks have really hurt my feelings a few times, but he's also super protective and he did not like some of the guys I dated. And he would tell me, Oh my God, <laughs> he would straight up tell me, wow. I don't like him. He's not nice. Or, well, that's, I don't like about this him. sounds you- like it's, <laughs> this sounds like it's going to be fun to talk to him about oh, all God, your deepest, I, darkest I, I, secrets. I, Oh God, I just know I'm going to get roasted. Come into a podcast episode near you. (laughs) (laughs) I just know I'm going to get roasted. Um, Yeah, here it comes. It's, it's going to happen. (laughs) I I did look up, uh, the actress and how much it would cost to do a cameo, uh, roast of you. Um, I'm going to have to pass on that, Matt. She charges $170 a video. So uh, I got paid one hundred seventy dollars. Well, I believe you know, little Churro, our Bobby, uh, who's a frequent friend of our podcast and uh, ours. I believe he had a cameo done for his wife from one of her favorite actors from one of her favorite shows, and I got to say it was really cool. They did a big, a personalized message, and it was really cool. And I thought it was neat, and it was. I thought that was such a sweet gift idea. You can can you write it, it off? It's a fun one. You you would really have professors <laughs> maybe yeah you know right. Oh God! What, I, <laughs> I um, yeah, they used to be cheaper. They used to be cheaper when Cameo first came out, and it wasn't as big of stars. Um, I did one for I Gabe. Like- uh, uh, I can't, I can't think of her name right now. But the actress who played uh, in Hairspray, the newest Hairspray, the main character, uh, Nikki Blonsky. Uh, I, I had her do one for uh, Gabe for opening night when he had an opening night show. Um, but she she charged like twenty dollars or something. Now I think she charges a oh. lot too. Um, but um, you can of course have new episodes and listen to us each week. Uh, two episodes a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, of course, we have a Sunday live coming up at eight forty five yeah. Pacific, and of course, this <laughs> show every Friday at five o'clock Pacific. So lots of opportunities for you to listen or watch us, whichever one you want to do. Um, we're we're continuing to tweak things. So this last episode, we introduced like news headlines. So we're trying to get as much and more content in there that is uh, informative, but also uh, keeps your attention. And so you're learning quick. Um, so that's fun. Uh, and Matt's, we're working on Matt's new show um, that's going to be releasing soon on Mondays. So that's going to be fun. Um, so we have a lot of stuff in the works. Lots of opportunities for you to listen. Because I'm feeling so much better. Um, so yeah, please join us. We did a test run of what we're gonna. So if you haven't heard, we are gonna be talking about the Royals, and not in a. Uh, it's not gonna be in a gossipy tone. I mean, we're gonna share known facts, but it's not gonna be really about speculation. It's gonna be more of you know, like a history, kind of a fun history lesson. And um, I might, I might have. Should I get a, gla- a bottle of wine for this for each one? I don't know. That could be fun. That could be interesting. We'll uh, we'll also give little teasers for y'all because you'll know what's coming up next. While we were trying to do this yesterday, we had a massive failure and I lost it in giggles. Well, there was the one right at the beginning, Cody was starting and I snorted and I was done. And then I accidentally made a YouTube comment. (laughs) You know, uh, what's funny. I I was telling Matt, so we were, we recorded so much content yesterday. Now I say that it, it seemed like I think we recorded like two hours worth of stuff. But what y'all got to hear and see, we took the two hours and turned it into 26 minutes. Cody <laughs> took the two hours and turned it into 26 minutes. That's that's the that's the lesson there. Um but so uh, again, thank y'all all for joining us. Of course, uh, if you want, share this with your friends uh, on any of the social uh, accounts that you want. Uh, we we like growing this community. We're getting more and more people, so it's fun to see new people join us. Uh, and so the way we do that is for y'all to help us spread it out to y'all's friends. Um, and I guess I get that's all for me for this episode or this show. Um, we yeah, hope you'll join um, us on Sunday. 
yeah, if you want, follow me. If you don't already, you can follow me at I'm Poetic AF on Twitter. Um, I know we keep talking about my TikTok, but I promise I've just now started feeling better. So it's just going to take me a little bit to kind of catch up. I've been working on catching up. You might notice the background is different and my de- my office is a disaster and my ring light worked this morning and it doesn't work now. So I don't know what happened. Matt's try- Matt Matt has more sets than me now. Like he's having multiple sets. I, yeah, I, have two sets <laughs> I wish here. it was cheap to send my lights because I have old lights that I'm getting rid of, but I think it probably costs Maybe the same I amount to, of money. So you to know just what? Buy Maybe them. I do a uh, road trip there at least once. And that way I have my car there because I have the SUV and then you just put the lights in there. Mm. So I think I need one time I should drive out there so I have a car and then we can just exchange that way. That could be fun. I mean, or do you think it's yeah. cheaper to just replace them? Probably just replace them. <laughs> that uh, way well, you can get LED loons like I have. <laughs> I also don't really want to drive in California. If I don't, I don't want to drive if I don't have to. It's I'd a long drive. Scooter. It's a long drive. It's not. It's it's. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, oh, you can follow awful. me, of course, on TikTok and YouTube at John Cody Rodriguez. Um, I'm going to start trying to do more TikToks, but I do my normal uh, cocktails and uh, urban farming facts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Cody Rodriguez. Um, but I guess we will leave it at that. And we hope all of you have a great rest of your Friday evening and a great weekend. And we will see you on Sunday. Bye, everybody. Bye. So, hey, guys, we want to remind everyone um, that you can keep in touch with us on all of our social media channels, um, whether that is uh, Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. You can do all of that at the Comacast. And we definitely love to interact and hear from all of our listeners. All of this is not possible without you guys. And if you don't mind rating our podcast on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcast uh, provider is, just leave a comment. It's greatly appreciated. And thank you for joining us. See you next time.